Now we can hear things. That's penis. Testing one, two. Penis. Hey guys, welcome to Penis. Uh, <laughs> it's penis.com. Oh my god, are you gonna keep this in? Just don't Absolutely. spin your meat at spin.com. All right. Make it a little terrified. That's right. What's while up, our, nerds? It's time for D&D. While our party levels up, um, let's go over a quick recap of what happened last session. We died. <laughs> That's true. And then one died. We but, we, but then we lived. But then <laughs> we lived. Yes, tell us about that. <clears throat> uh, we met a guy on the road. Yes. His carriage was being pulled by uh, moles, I think. Giant moles. He, he was a he was a gnome that was that had a carriage being pulled by n- gnomes. His name was John B. John B. the Giant. John B. the, the Giant. Our gnome friend with the giant mole carriage. And then John B. and us got ambushed by some kobolds and a lizard drake on the road. On the road. Which we, we killed. We slept well, all of the. We weren't ambushed because you told us that they were there. Which we slaughtered and also devoured. Yes, we then devoured them. We the slept human all of the kobolds, <laughs> swiftly took out the ambush drake, at which point the <laughs> gnomish guy proceeded to yeet a boulder through one of the kobolds' heads. John yes. B. Yes. Yes. John B. the John giant yeeted a rock I, a I was specifying gnomish, because a gnome yeeted a boulder through gnome someone's yeet. head. We, uh, we did an intuition check and found out that it was not a light rock. It was a real goddamn rock. I don't think we needed to do any check for that one. I he think literally was... fucking yeah. chucked a rock through the head of a kobold from 60 yards. At that point, we proceeded to interrogate some kobolds, learn next to nothing, and I proceeded to drag one all the way with us to the next town, at which point me and my boy... Shiny scales. Naturally. That we were and going your girl. To... Not your boy. Gal. I thought your character was a dude. No, oh, I've explained this multiple times. It's a chick. Kragor uh, is a girl. <laughs> Natri is a chick with uh, what, red freckles. What part of Natri and the... Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't realize why I had no idea. That's right. Um, at which point we devoured them, went into the spooky... Hall of Magical Mysteries. Yes. You were uh, slightly recruited in an organization that John B. is a part of called the Harpers. Um, we, we also learned about uh, the, the dragon's name was Leanthan, and uh, Leanthan had a clutch, and that was probably why he was dying. Perhaps down. the cult of the dragon is using uh, Lanathon's children as a means of leverage. And we got the most important ability of all. Yes. Speak to Kragor. <laughs> Kragor. Um, what was that guy's name? It was Renegade. There was this guy who came to us as we were consuming some kobold and told us to bring a package into the Harpers. We yes, brought it in and blew a hole in their garden. Yes. And somehow I figured out that it was a recording device. Well, you, you just simply well, noticed that you it heard the, the sounds you heard it make when you guys like tilted it out. Well, like it. the conversation that everyone was having backwards. You recognized that. John, through a crazy arcana check, um, figured out that it had some something to do with maybe teleportation and also sight. Um, and uh, audio. Sight, yes. Sight, audio, and Kragor. Um, Visual teleportation. Um, figured it out. Or figured out that the sounds you guys were hearing were everything that they had, uh, had been said around the package recently backwards. Um, what are we doing now? Um, I think we were discussing our next move with the Harpers. Yes, alright. Thanks for uh, the recap. Um, the Harpers offered you guys some horses and some new brewing equipment um, because we blew a hole through Oblins while we were investigating the mysterious package. 
Um, so you guys have all been awarded uh, a horse and a, uh, a potion, and it sounds like we're setting off to the mountains of Am to see um, the dragon town. All right, uh, here we are on the road. Where? Here, you know. Here, we're just right here. Road. Here we are on the road. Oh, and then there was this one time when I went and go and Too I... many word! <laughs> our internet is dead, so we can't load our maps. Yep. Which is also why I am our traveling DM, which is going to drive people nuts. That's, I that's don't the mind goal. It. Oh, no, it's going to drive oh. the listeners nuts, because my it, voice is going to be moving around. It, it, if anybody's listening on... Um, Ah, uh, yeah, have, that's fair. My voice will be constantly traveling around their heads, so uh, don't wear headphones for this one. <laughs> Actually, do wear headphones and revel in the sound of our Revel in my yeah, masculine soothing voice. voice. Or yes, just do what you want. Yeah, do whatever you want to do. Um, Alright, just don't do a kickflip. Do a kickflip. Do a right, kickflip. Roll up. Kickflip <laughs> check. Athletics? Nice. Do stand up. <laughs> On the saddle, and you're balancing, you're pretty cool, you're sideways on the saddle, and you go, and your horse looks up at you and then tries to nip at you. Um, How does giant you take two nipping damage as you feel <laughs> two, <laughs> two nipping damage. I believe that would be bludgeoning. But... Two, two bludgeoning damage as you're nipped for trying to kickflip a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, because we don't have maps and we can't use my preloaded encounter, what we're going to do for the uh, travel, it's, uh, it's probably going to be about four days by horse to the mountains of Am. Um, so what are we rolling for counter encounters? Uh, what we will be doing is a skill check. Uh, we're not a combat, but roll initiative for me. We're not in combat, but roll initiative. We're not in combat, but roll initiative anyway. Sixteen. <laughs> no, what you get? Sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. 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 Eighteen. Sixteen. 27. Uh, 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. So we're looking for five successes before we get three failures. Um, so you guys are going to dictate to me what travel to the mountains of Am looks like. So you're all going to think of one scenario that might happen um, that would cause like an issue that your player could solve. Oh, could solve. Okay. Right. So like you know, perhaps um, you could say we find a boulder in the road. I'm going to use a, uh, a strength check to, to push out of our way. Well, we're traveling by a river for a lot of time. Because it's, it's a smart thing to do. There's a point w where we come across hostile-ish fauna, or... That'll be great. You're last. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gregor, as you're traveling, um, describe for me a problem and how you're going to try and solve it. So, we are uh, riding along the road and we come across the river. And there's a bridge that we have to cross to get across the river, yes. so that we can follow the river. Traveling around the river, you find Long Bridge. So as we go to cross the bridge, we are waylaid by your choice of brigands or a bridge troll. As you guys approach the bridge, um, a bridge troll pops up and says, This bridge belonged to Nagin. Pay toll. To Nagin? Alright, what, what do you do? Why is he naked? Nagin. <laughs> Nagin. And then he, he chucks a rock at you, but it misses. <laughs> I roll intimidation and I threaten to light him on fire. 
How, how do you threaten the item on fire? Alright, I got a 21. 21 for intimidation. How, how does that look? How does... Like how what? Does... How are you? How are you threatening to light him on fire? What's that look like? <laughs> I point a stick at him and say, "Fire!" <laughs> Burn. Um, Nagan, who is a, a young troll, uh, looks at you. His uh, 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 mom. Um, and he uh, he runs away. Uh, he's not sure what to do in this situation. Um, that is one success. We'll put that over here. <laughs> Avlin, describe for me something that happens on your on your travels. Um, I would assume since there would be mountains nearby, we could say that there was a uh, landslide that had happened previously that has blocked the path for yes. the horses. Um, as for a solution, I have not come up with an entire... The pass that you need to take, so as Natri is uh, guiding you, she's never had to take a horse before, and the, the, the most she visible pass horse. has been blocked by boulders. Um... <laughs> I come up with an idea, but I never I actually thought about how to solve it. So skill challenges are, uh, like you come up with a challenge and how you would use a skill of yours to get around a challenge. Uh, I would like to have someone walk by that would be able to help move these because I'm so charismatic. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. But. As you guys are approaching the pass, um, someone just so happens to be um, coming along by. Uh, whistling a tune. It's a happy little tune, and you also hear some pots and pans jingling around, and you look over, and there's a tinker. Uh, he's got a pack mule with him. Um, he's in all multicolored patched fabrics, um, and just whistling away, and he says, uh, Hello, the travelers! Uh, I'll call out to him. Greetings, sir. We would, uh, like to come past here, but it seems like there's a landslide, and unfortunately, <laughs> due to, uh, our current party, we we seem to have hit a bit of a snag and unable to do so. Would you be willing to help us? Headed into the mountains of Arm, are you? Yes. Yeah. This path's been blocked for quite some years, but us tinkers, and he taps his forehead, we do know the way around. Perhaps well, you're looking for some, uh, for some information? Well, either information or even just help clearing the path, so that way even future travelers might be able to use it. Well, I'm quite strong, and he, you know, he... He shows his muscles, but I don't think I'm getting through there. Um, but I do know of another pass, if you have... Oh, of course. ...coin, or uh, well, perhaps a favor. News of uh, current events is always useful. Gossip sells, of course. What is that city called? Gelhen? 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 Okay. Uh, Gelhen is definitely off of the uh, maps at the moment, due to recent... Um, Draconic encounters. Really? Oh, yes. that sounds like quite the story. Um, roll a uh, charisma check for me. Is this persuasion or charisma? Um, what did you want it to be? Persuasion, hopefully. Persuasion? Yes, so that would be an eight. Um, that's that's pretty rough. Um, <laughs> the, um, I didn't know. He already knows. What's your uh, What's your coin purse looking like? Uh, it is separated into. Three purses. Um, each one, I'm going to have two that are kind of hidden away with one on the pouch for visibility, and the one on the pouch is not a hefty one, probably about 10, 20 pieces. <clears throat> he sits you down and, and spins you some tales. He's delighted to hear about everything you know, because he's, he's going to tell the rest of the towns, like, all of this information and, and bring it around. But he plies you with drink and ale and gets you pretty good and drunk. 
And <laughs> this is either going to count uh, as a, a failure, even though he is going to give you the marks, or he's going to take uh, five gold. That's right. lots more silver. Yes, like five gold, and he'll uh, write down this this piece of the map. Or we can, uh, or you can count as a failure, and no gold will get you the piece, but you'll be heftily drunk. Um, I'll I'll kind of like do a little haggling off to the side, but I'll, I'll settle on five for him. So I'll go ahead and mark off five gold for me. Okay. Yeah, you guys are at the foot of the mountains, and it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be a long trip for you, but it is it is longer than usual because now you have to weave through the mountains. You guys do have the path. Uh, what other obstacle have we encountered on uh, here? After we make the pass, we rejoin with the river for a short while, um, okay. before the next uh, part of the part of the mountains, and um, we we end up coming across some sort of predatorial fauna. And seeing them ahead of time and knowing that these particular ones are very aggressive towards people that are not of the mountain, I sneak us past. I'm gonna stealth us around it? Yes. Right. Party stealth. Roll stealth for me. Is it a uh, party stealth or is it just his 24. stealth? 24. Skill challenges, we're gonna do just Tim. You're familiar with this territory here and you're able to very successfully guide everyone around where these fauna are. That is three successful skill challenges. For the rest of the, the days, you guys have a fairly peaceful time as you approach Ashtana's domain. Everyone roll perception for me. Natural zero. Fifteen. Fifteen. Nature, you're starting to anticipate the familiar feel of your mother's aura, and it's not till right before what would be her ten-mile aura when you notice that there is a just very like translucent, barely perceptible red large sphere for as far as you can see stretching left and right. Over what I would assume is the 10, uh, ten mile radius? Yeah, you is guys can't really new? see the point of origin. Um, you, If it isn't, then you've never seen it before. You've never physically noticed it before. That's new. As you pull up, you hear Natri's remark. You guys all do notice this weird magical red bubble. Kribor is going to pull out her mace and attempt to do the smash on the bubble. Roll to attack on the red bubble. Twelve. Twelve. Roll a dexterity save for me. Well, that one's very good. Uh, let's say we... You charge the red bubble. You raise your weapon. Mace. You raise your mace, and you take just a giant swing at it, um, and your mace just flies right through this bubble. You're expecting impact, and then you know, the velocity of your swing drags you off balance. It goes right ground. through. And you fall to the ground, okay. Mm-hmm. Are there any birds around? Um, there are most certainly some birds around. I can't speak with animals. Uh... Hello. Um, can can you come down here for a minute? There are some there are some birds. They look at you and they, they tweet and go. Um, My character would. Who wants to make a million babies with me? Who wants to make a million babies with me? Who wants to make a million? Stuff I would remember. Come. Do you have any? Uh, I I pull, out, I pull out some uh, food that I've been scavenging. You hear a chorus of tweeting and you know like oh there's a plentiful bounty. Oh I see what you're doing. Clever. Several birds come over and perch. Um, a harvest, a fantastic harvest, and what are you, you know, roosting for? Can you go up the mountain and, and 
Let them, uh, I pull out a piece of paper and write frantically down, um, coming, bringing friends, don't attack, uh, after they finish eating, let's see. Can, can you bring this up the mountain to the people there? Um, there's like a chorus of tweets, um, like food understanding, uh, some general, uh, like, confusion. Roll animal handling for me. You're trying to convince a bird that it should take I'll a... give you more food if you do Roll, uh, roll with advantage, because I think it was a pretty good idea. 21. After Blank some spirited two. tweeting conversations, they understand that you'd be willing to trade quite a bounty of harvest for uh, taking a scroll up the mountain and uh, into the keep. And one of the birds grabs it in its talons and flies off through the red bubble that it doesn't take any notice. Nothing bad happens to it. I let them know that we're going to be coming and they'll not attack us when we get there. Oh, bird makes it. That it was actually at one time when I was crossing the river and uh, there was a grappling hook that I had that didn't go. And Too it was... many words! I fell in the river once. A river once? <laughs> Are you still using your speak with animals? It's still casted. You get an image of the same river through multiple seasons. Wolf telepath uh, communicates telepathically per Jason. You get uh, you get same man cannot fall in same river twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how I communicate. <laughs> like you really you, you have a perfect understanding of the same man cannot fall in the same river twice. The That's... meaning being that uh, as all seasons and shifts change, nothing can ever be the same. That's <laughs> true. It's very insightful, Wolf. Communication. I'm <laughs> playing off my 17 wisdom, are we? <laughs> Is anyone else doing anything before we... Uh... I'll, I'll follow. Um, can I roll an Arcana check on the red bundle? Yes, roll Arcana. It's going to be a whopping four. Um, you do least. get the idea that it is a cone, um, and the center is probably um, like the the biggest peak, and maybe that the point of the origin is kind of at the top. Oh, um, near the top, yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a ten-mile cone um, coming coming down from the top. Well, I'm, uh, continue onwards. What is our marching order here? Uh, I will typically be hanging a little bit behind them, just so I don't I'm get... So it's a Krigor, Natri, Ovlin? Sure. Um, Natri, as... Kragor passes through the bubble. She vanishes. Instantly. Gone. I follow after her immediately. Yes, Avalyn, as Natri passes through the bubble, she vanishes instantly. Interestingly enough, though, Kragor did not vanish. Just Natri. I will still continue. Alright, you continue through. You can see um, Kragor just fine in front of you. However, Natri is completely gone. Natri, you are um, still on I the path. Nothing looks different to you. But your two traveling companions are completely gone. I fly up and see if I can see them. As far as you can tell, everything looks totally normal to you. In fact, in the distance you can even see someone who you, you know, recognize at a glance, like sort of flying around the keep. It's, it's a pretty far distance away, but there are there's you know the, the usual amount of activity. I'm going to call out to Natri, uh, Natri, if you can still hear us, we're going to step outside the bubble. We, we, we don't know where you are. You hear none of this. 
Do I see nature upon stepping out? You do not. But I still see Krigor. You, you still see Krigor. Oh, shit. I am going to hop off the horse, turn around, and look as best I can. Use my senses to try and see the missing dragon person in the sky. You don't, you don't see, sense, or hear her anywhere. She seems to have vanished just as suddenly as Renegade vanished in the town square. Oh, no. Natri, what are we doing? I'm going to talk to this person that I presumably know. You start to fly up, and um, you make it into one of the, the many cave entrances of your keep. You see the, the giant circle that is common space. There's a staircase leaping up on two sides. There's three levels of wooden decks that sort of run up around this big circular chamber. Um, you see someone bringing bundles of plant life and turnips and other kinds of things like that over to a booth on the side of this third level here. She turns around. Eerie. Oh, who's Natri? Welcome! She moves the basket off to one hand and, and gives you a big wave. Welcome back! Did, did they get the... No, you're just fine in, huh? Have you seen the... The weird... Red... Ba- bubble? No, what, uh... What bubble are you referring to? Have you been... Outside, outside? Uh, not far, just the usual, um... Scourging places and, the, you know, the gardens and such. Turn out there's a... Bubble around... Um... Red, it goes all the way. You communicate the idea of this cone to her, and she's baffled, um, but doesn't look particularly worried. Um, uh, that's uh, the strangest thing I've ever heard. I was um, coming back with some friends to help, that could help. Did you bring them inside? I lost them. Oh, um, perhaps we could rally a, a search party, you know. She looks down and, and sees a, you know, like a praying mantis kind of guy down there. Marcus, look who's home! You see a, a guy look up at you. Oh, hey, Natri! Hold on, I'm coming up! Um, and he grasshoppers up from, from floor to floor. It's good to see you home again. I, I was bringing some friends. There's a, there's a bubble around. Has anybody been out past ten? Uh, well, you know us. We don't get out too much. It's, you know, always much safer in the caverns. Uh, Erie says, uh, hold that thought. I'm gonna... Run into the storage uh, thing and drop my basket. Um, and she you know, walks around the side and into a storage room. I, I know that they're both older than me, and I respect them a lot. And I'm sort of breaking down a bit. I'm just going to sort of sit down and, and cover myself with my wings and just sit while I wait for them. Marcus is like, ah, you know, you look tired. Let me uh, let me make you a tea. Um, tea sounds good. Um, and he, you know, he goes back and, and starts brewing a little bit. Flip over to Ovlin and uh, Krigor. You guys are at the base of this river, almost moat around the. So describe the water is pretty still. It's uh, it's pretty still. Yeah. <clears throat> Using my moon moon given eyes, would I be able to perceive any fish or? There are definitely some fish. Yeah. Just regular fish, nothing. Um. Yeah. You know, like your typical like bluegills and. Okay. Um, how far across would you say? Um, it's a pretty good swim. So what you're saying is that there'd be no issues coming across? Um, if you were a strong swimmer, 
yeah, it wouldn't be too you know it wouldn't be too bad to reach, but then it would be like a pretty treacherous climb to get even to like some of the visible caverns. Mm. Can I perceive any easier routes? Not from where you're standing. That's not to say that there wouldn't be something more obvious. You know, if you were to travel to the left and right of the base of the mountain here. Would I be able to, from my background, be able to recognize anything kind of unusual around me? Roll investigation. Investigation. Oh wow, I'm just rolling real good today, aren't I? I got an eight. Um, Negative one. On the bottom eight. of the seafloor is unusual. It sort of looks like, if you look down in Minecraft and you see all the weird like patterns on the floor, there could perceivably be Kind of like a Minecraft hole. Um, how deep is the water exactly? It goes down pretty deep. Have you played a you know Zelda games like like Hylia? To explore okay. one of these like different entrances like would be like to you know to see if each one it would be like a dangerous levels of time to like first how like swim all the way across. down. Um, and it's a it's a good you know five or six minute jaunt across followed by like a treacherous climb to try and get okay. um to one of these peaks. Obviously, it would be easiest if someone would notice you and call out but you haven't seen anyone flying around the peaks at all so i'm going to go ahead and lead the horse along the river here to I'm see gonna follow okay you can see abruptly instead of looping down to the base this cuts off um and there's not like an easy way just by climbing it's all like you know pretty unfortunately sheer and and not friendly looking to try and climb okay so now that we're in a different spot around the mountain i'd still make a fair bit around or how far would you still go up the mountain <laughs> you know, probably a quarter mile. It's a you know big base of a mountain, so you have to travel around quite a bit to make any distance. I'd like to investigate or perceive again and see if I can see anything okay. like before, just something man man made or anything sort of like that that might indicate a way through. I will also help out on this one roll. Okay. Jesus Another eight. Um, uh, for perception. Oh, perception or. I'm going to use perception because it's better for me. Same. Um, it's going to be a six. And I would have had a fourteen on perception. Um, you notice, Gregor, a scrap of red cloth caught somewhere on a boulder, and some footsteps in like this general area. Maybe the scuff of a wagon wheel. Would I be um, able to tell what type of uh, tracks they are? They are definitely humanoid. Okay. But they um, don't have any, like, defining, like, claw marks or anything on them. And you find different footsteps kind of in this direction from maybe multiple people. Um, one scrap of, of a red piece of cloth um, and some general sort of hints that they lead sort of into the water in this direction. Okay, so I am going to tie up a horse to a tree, and then I am going to um, back up just a little bit and just straight line dive in, just following the tracks as best as I okay. can see. Yeah, um, it's pretty good looking water, but the deeper you get, you know, the darker it gets. Do you want to roll investigation underwater? You make it down to the bottom, and you find a place where there's this overhang that would... You start to look down, and you notice a spot where you can fit in, and then you see that it dead ends 
Uh, when you, you, know, you start to cough as you try and wake your way out. You break the surface of air. There's lots of these other tunnels. But this one specifically was not it. Okay, I'm going to capture my breath. Um, after seeing him go under, I'll go ahead and join him on the next time that he seems to be going under. Yeah, you go down and you, uh, you suck in a good breath of oxygen. And you, you find like three or four good leads. Roll investigation for me. Me? With, uh, with advantage. Okay. Maybe we'll actually get it numbered. That's cock. Yeah. No, both of them are. There we go. And you said investigation, so it's going to be an 11. You find two false leads, and Kragor has to surface two more times before you find a tunnel that looks like it could pull back up into a, a pocket of air. And uh, sure enough, as you go down into this path, it does. And here you see refuse and stuff, like sticks and... Um, sticks, not sticks. No, my sticks that I was looking other, for! Like, other stuff that has, like, you know, sink to the bottom and then been crushed up by moving waves and stuff no, like it's that. No, sticks. I need those sticks. Okay, I yeah, do, you guys I have You that. guys have found a path that leads upwards. Let's get back to Natri. Um, <clears throat> Natri, Marcus made you a good cup of tea. It tastes like home. It makes you feel welcome and warm. But Avery has not come back from the storage closet. Should we go find Avery? Well, I'm you know, sure she's alright, but maybe we could check on her. I start walking. As you uh, you go back into this sort of storage closet here, um, you can see there are familiar boxes, nothing unusual. Annie! Um, but it's a small closet, you know, there are, there are shelves full and stocked with supplies. As you look, uh, she's not in here. Ah, she's gone too. Everybody's disappearing. And um, as you as you turn around, Marcus isn't there either. Everybody's disappearing. Marcus. Marcus. Huh? Who's that? It's Ma uh, Where's the uh, voice coming from? Um, a distance away, and you know, echoing up. You can't really tell. It's outside the storage room. I run outside. It's Marcus, my my friend. Um, he goes, oh, Natri, welcome home! And Marcus is down here on the floor, where you saw him at first. I look up. <clears throat> um, you look up and you see Avery flying in with her basket of goods. Um, and she looks down and goes, oh, Natri, it's so good to see you, welcome I home! I run up to her, listen to me, I just saw you. I needed to go go into the storage closet, and Marcus was with me, and he made me tea. I have proof. Yes, uh, nature. I don't know. Here, take this. Uh, the storage closet is where I'm going. Uh, Marcus, this is your cup, is it not? Hold on, I'm coming up. Um, and he hops from from level to level to get up to you guys. Now, what's all this about? This is your cup, is it not? Uh, it looks like a cup from the the general goods stand. Sure. Uh, yeah. Have some tea. Uh, 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 sure. What's, um, you know, so me knowing Marcus can. That's Marcus a, is the only person that can make tea like Marcus does. Oh, it's a, a good brew, Nature. You uh, might have been teaching you well. Five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> that's Listen not, to um, me. There's a red dome around the entire mountain, and I lost my friends when I came in here that were going to help me with, with mother, mother and. 
You... I just saw you, and you made me tea, and Eri went into the closet, okay. and... Slow down, Natri, slow down. I'll be right back. I just need to put this in the storage closet. <laughs> no! What? The closet, dude. Every time you go into the closet, you become She moves a strand of hair behind her ear, like, okay, okay. You know, we'll wait, and she, you know, puts the puts her basket of herb, herbs and stuff down. I came in and I saw you, and you went into the closet already with that basket. And Marcus made me tea, and we went to go find you. And when I came out, you guys were out here again. So you're saying there's some kind of chronological loop happening? Or something. They're, they're both concerned. That sounds serious. Um, I, I, I wish I knew what to do. Uh, you know, magical meanings are, are, have always really been your mother and Edith's. Edith. Do I know her? Edith uh, is a little topaz wormling. Um, that has been recently hanging out uh, in the library, looking through books, and uh, you know that topazes really, really are, are very eccentric, and they love information, and um, aren't aren't really aggressive. They just they care. Uh, in fact, they're 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 more interested in, in getting information than whether it would be wise or not to obtain yeah, the information. They <laughs> they're like, oh, information that would be yeah, extremely dangerous. Small. Okay, we're gonna do it. Like that sounds great. I love dangerous. Um, I want to find my friends first. <clears throat> Maybe they're you know, making it in on foot, and I could, we could start there. That uh, that sounds logical. Um, and work our way back. Work, work our way back from there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's head downstairs. Um, you guys get down to the the level, and you you make your way through the tunnels down to where you know that most of the secret entrances would be. Um, except. That as soon as you leave the common area, they both vanish. I expected this. Yes. Um, and I look around and I see if they're gone and I just keep searching on my own. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, as obviously you, I'm the only one that's not affected by this. Have you, you know, as you like At the moment, as that you know. like, you know, they both vanish <laughs> and you were half expecting it. And as you, you know, as you look backwards, you can see Marcus enter on the first floor from. From where he must have, you know, been at first. Um, but he doesn't notice you. Yeah, I just keep looking. Okay. Yeah, you you make it down um, into the into the caves, and you uh, start searching for any sign. Um, roll investigation. Five. Everything <laughs> seems the way you left it. Well, I keep looking. Okay. All right. Um, Krigor and Avla. Um, um, we made it across the river, technically. Yes, you made it. Uh, you made it halfway through the river and then down through the caverns, and you have found a um, an opening in the caverns that probably leads up into the mountains. Yes. Little so before we get any further, I'm going to immediately start drying my hair and making sure everything I can is as dry okay. as possible. Is that like a, a a shaky move? Yes, to an extent, <laughs> and it's really just you know one thing I learned you know from, is the, that from the wolves. If you're wet, you're dead. Okay. So yeah. Dry. Yeah, um, you start shaking all about and getting dry. Do we still see, like, a red hue in the cave? No, it's not perceptive through everything. It was on the outer edges. Um, you know, there are scraps of, of metal and obvious signs of duress. Any bodies? Um, 
There are not bodies, but you can see drag marks on the ground. Signs of boot prints are all over the place. A battle has definitely happened here. Well, I'm going to kind of tread carefully looking for any traps or any valuable items as I walk by. You uh, slowly approach the entrance of this cavern, and, and on the left side of the wall, you can see a giant blackened area where some kind of fire blast might have gone off. Yeah, fire. Um, and you make your way up into a, a bigger chamber that is well lit by sunlight. It's you know much cleaner through here than it is in this initial tunnel. There's a <coughs> depicted very nice dragon head in the stone. All the rocks are, are very nice, other than where the battle clashed through. You can see wooden stair um, paths lead all the way up into this three-tiered chamber, and there's caves and stuff everywhere. Oh. Um, which one seems to be the one that's most traversed? Um, the, the second tier is is definitely the most worn, where there's there's some some signs of battle leading to a big chamber that leads further down into the mountain. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of look at Krigor and be the second second cave tunnel seems to be where they might have gone based off of the refuge and such. If you would like to join me, that would most likely be our best way of getting to the city. Second tunnel. City. This is definitely like after a- really, How did after, you know? After like looking at uh, Kragor's <laughs> empty vice and just be like, wait a second. That this is, is exactly like what a- I was going to say I picked up. <laughs> I am going to, without further ado, lope towards that second tunnel food city. Okay. Yeah. This leads to a much, much larger opening. There's lots of signs of commotion and more um, different burn marks and stuff through here. The, the stonework and stuff in this is, is very ornate. One area, very, very large open chamber. You know, like if you look in a grand library, how there's ladders and stuff everywhere. There are, like, beautiful shelves everywhere throughout this room. It looks like most of these shelves have been cleared out. But also throughout here, there are work lights set up in different boxes that have been moved in that are not of the common make. You're looking at what was probably... A heavily diminished dragon horde? A heavily diminished dragon horde. And right in the middle, there is a gigantic, sleeping, like really, really big, totally not moving, ruby dragon. Ruby? Heard. Um, I'm going to kind of sit still for a second and watch and see, one, if it's still breathing. Um, it takes a long time, like 10 minutes. But as you do, you notice that its chest has moved slightly, but that its breaths are much slower than, like, no, it doesn't look unhealthy. It just looks like naturally it is a very slow-moving creature. There is an enormity to all of its movements, even the very slow sort of shifting of eons in its breath. 